I'm Ryan Betson. <laughs> I'm Max Cooper. And this is our special E3 discussion around whether PlayStation, a brand that we run a show for, logo there, uh, should be worried post the Microsoft conference today. Max, hey, Dawn. Yeah, not too bad, man. A little bit tired, but that's what you get for staying up to watch E3 Live. Yeah, this, see, that's, that's exactly what I was trying to say. We shouldn't be doing this year, dude. And you're, you're like, no, I'm just going to stay up and watch it anyway. I mean I, I mean, I did it for my own reasons of I need to reset my sleeping schedule because I'm back at work tomorrow, uh, tonight. But, yeah, uh, you know, Look, I'm just like, this is a good excuse to stay away. I'm not saying your reason know. is invalid. It's just... Oh, what? I'll watch some conferences. I'll learn about some games. I'll try and sleep all day. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so look as most people know playstation uh have opted out once again uh for e3 uh so they are essentially leaving the competition out to just deliver so now that we had their biggest competitor microsoft uh step up with the xbox and bethesda conference we want to discuss the idea of whether playstation or sony should be worried about what was put on display uh max you want to break everything down first and then sort of uh wrap it up or get or drop a little bit of inf- what we think at the start and then get into the nitty and gritty oh uh, well, well well we'll just kick we'll kick into it so uh like microsoft they didn't beat around the bush they walked out on stage and they're like we're going to show 30 games 27 of them are on games pass here we go and they just started pumping trailer after trailer after trailer you know there were times where they stopped and had a little bit of chat uh chat with the studios making some of the games but for the most part it was just one after the other they were just banging these things out yeah they did they they really just went the whole that's to show everyone stuff and then yeah. went bang 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 and yeah it was, it was 30 games or something that yeah, so it was yeah 30 titles 27 of them launching day and date on games pass yeah if, if, if like, it's, it's one of the questions you know should PlayStation be worried especially when it comes to games pass fuck yeah they should they really <laughs> really should they need a comp- yeah. well actually let's address that right now so before we get into the nitty-gritty of the games games pass was incredibly prominent here it was the biggest yeah. thing that was the probably the the w- most used word in the entire show uh mm-hmm. playstation gotta do something man they gotta do something yeah they really do yeah because like, gonna, like uh, obviously not all these not not all these games were uh exclusives uh majority mm-hmm. of them were but a lot of people a lot of third-party developers went well sony's not here so we're gonna sh- we need to show our stuff somewhere and they they got picked up by microsoft yeah and then we yeah with with that like this this what i took out of this uh was especially when it came to games pass was they are throwing money everywhere yeah. So like, like you want to be on Games Pass day and date, cool. Psh, you know what I mean, like, and that's pretty much what we saw here. All, what we saw yeah. was them just swinging their big old money peen around the space, and not a bad thing because if you had that, if they have that money, why not? If PlayStation had that yeah, money, I imagine they would do the same as well. So from a competitive standpoint, because what because what you and I were discussing in our regular show, which is up now on the YouTube's uh, and the podcast services, was we wanted to see. Microsoft swing for the fences today and just deliver some solid shit that should have PlayStation quaking in their boots. And I think the Games Pass alone should begin that quiver. Because yeah. PlayStation Now, which isn't even available in this country, is their only competitor when it comes to Games Pass. And it is nowhere near as close 
No. The window is powerful. Because, like, so much so that you today went, I might have to buy an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, obviously, a lot of these games are coming to PC, uh, but unfortunately, my PC is a gigantic toaster at this point. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, mine could do with some upgrades, and I, I did look about, I'm like, oh, maybe, I can get next, maybe I can get a Series S. But no, but I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that I've got a better chance of getting an Xbox on a new graphics card. Yeah, depending on what graphics card you get, I guess. <laughs> Especially the thirty series or whatever, you'd be, be fucking cooked. But all right, let's break it down from a game game perspective, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. Max, what kicked off the show? So they kicked off with their teaser trailer for Starfield. Makes sense. It's uh, everyone's been waiting for it. And it was very much a teaser trailer. You see, so uh, you see them walking through basically a spaceship. Uh, at the end of it, you see uh, what appears to be a screen with coordinates on it. On the coordinates are written eleven, eleven, twenty-two, uh, and we're all like, "Oh, that's the release date. It's coming out October or November eleventh next year." And then, sure enough, at the end screen, uh, Xbox exclusive, coming day one, Games Pass, eleven, eleven, twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah, so a, a it's weird that they're in, that they're showcasing it, you know, uh, eighteen months prior to release in terms of its release date, which is one of the most hated on things in games. Yeah. But it's Bethesda, and I think they could probably swing it in that. I, in I that think. Case. I think the other thing was if they didn't show it, everyone would be like, "Oh, it's it's dead." Yeah. Like, why? Much. Why are you not? Why are we not hearing about it? You know, you've teased us with Starfield. You've teased us with Elder Scrolls Six. You need to show us something from something. Yeah. And obviously, Elder Scrolls didn't get a showing because their focus, their main focus is on Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like it's a it, the date's cool because it marks 11, 11 d- years to the day of Skyrim's release because Skyrim relieved on yeah. eleven eleven eleven. So that's kind of cool. And obviously, there's a little bit of a nod there. And there's no way they're pumping out of the back end of this year. So. That's reasonable. That's fine. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things that we have discussed numerous times on on the regular show is around Microsoft and Xbox's conversation with exclusives and how gaming is for everyone except for you now. Uh, because obviously, exclusives are important and they've denied mm. the... They've avoided and denied the importance of exclusives when they didn't have any. But now they have any. Now they have some, and they're doubling back down on that exclusive. Well, process. I mean, they're still they're still using those keywords. They're like, you know, the we want uh, this is for the gamers. We want you gamers to be able to play anywhere on Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. That, that that's isn't what anywhere. They were like that's, that was that's, that's, exclu- that's what they were like, saying. It, yeah. ex- like that's excluding Switch. That's excluding PlayStation. Like that's half of the gaming platform. And I will always argue that PC doesn't count because Microsoft has such a heavy involvement in yeah, PC. It's them shaking their own hand, and yeah. it's them. Tra- it's like me making a deal with me, right? It's like me as customer Ryan buying the merchandise for the Pop C. It just goes yeah. back in my pocket. Doesn't matter. It's the yeah. same. It's the same conversation. Look, I completely agree, but you know yeah. they they play by their own rules. Yeah. And like, obviously, we 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 said so at the start. There's no way they're they're paying you know billions of dollars for a company and still, you know, not keeping some of that stuff in house. Yeah, and like, so I don't disagree with the decision because uh, you know I I believe exclusives but, are important. 
but stop touting that message of exactly you need to, they everyone. need to change their branding because by by that decision it is not for everyone in the exact same way the playstation need to remove their original stance and we believe in console generations because apparently now you don't well so, all they need to do is change for from it's for everyone to it's for anywhere because yeah. with with the, obviously their X Cloud gaming starting up soon, I mean it's it's supposed to hit Australia by the end of the year. You can literally play any of these games on your mobile phone, yeah. streaming it. And like with the iCloud, I'm sure anywhere. you could like go to the iCloud website on your PlayStation and bring it in if you really wanted to. But like, yeah, anywhere should probably be the other. Like even then, because that's not anywhere. I think yeah. I think actually no anywhere and everywhere are very different or everyone. So I think you're spot on. They change it to anywhere. I think that will yeah. that will obscure that confusion. Mm. And I can stop me being butthurt about it. Like I'm probably gonna play Starfield anyway. I don't give a shit. I'm pro- I'll either get my PC to a space that can play it or I'll play it on my on on an Xbox. I don't really mind. It's for me. It's yeah. more about that. Not even misleading. That's it's it's intentionally obscured. Marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. and I said we, we'll hold PlayStation just as accountable for the shit that they've, the dumb shit that they've said. You know, so that that's where I stand on that. Starfield looks mad. It's essentially a cinematic trailer. There's not a whole lot that they could mm. really do because we know it's coming out a while from now. But it's still, you know, it's it, it that itself is a big kick in the dick straight off the bat for PlayStation because it is it is well you know known that behind closed doors. PlayStation were looking at having a second party deal with them as well, especially off the back of uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. Uh, so it's not as if, you know, this was just out of the blue. We knew they were going to go exclusive, but it's also even worse knowing that PlayStation would, so, sorry, Mark, Sony were just having chats about it prior yeah. to this purchase. Uh, but of course, they did also show their big hitter in uh, Halo Infinite, which is, you know, a franchise marking its 20th uh, anniversary, because that was the big thing they talked about in this was 20 years, 20 years of history, 20 years of whatever. Um, having not grown up with Halo, I didn't, I felt a whole lot of nothing from this, but because you grew up with Xbox, yeah? Uh, yeah, to a degree. Um, you know, I, I I definitely played Halo when I was younger. I fell off at the end of Halo Three. I can't remember when Three Four Three took over uh, from Bungie. That was uh, from Five. But um, you know, it 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 looks a hell of a lot better than it did the last time they showed it off. Mm. And you know, their big messaging around Halo was the best part about Halo is multiplayer, and now it is free. That is huge. Completely free. There is no gatekeeping whatsoever for multiplayer. If you want to play the campaign, you have to buy the game or you can play it on Games Pass. But multiplayer is free for everyone. Yeah. That's... that's which, which is good. You know, but again, Halo itself only competes with third-party games. Like, Sony doesn't have a first-party shooter or an exclusive shooter anymore. That's very true. So... They're, they're playing against, well, this year it's going to be a new Battlefield, presumably a new, a new Call of Duty, and Halo. And if you've got a free-to-play, completely free-to-play multiplayer Halo versus- All of the Halos, by the way. Not yeah. just Infinite, all. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're versing, if you're up against $110 Battlefield and $110 Call of Duty, it's a pretty, pretty sweet deal. Go so play it- Halo for free. 
So as we do with every show, we we do record it live on Twitch, and in the chat we've got Kilobyte. Uh, he they've added that 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 they believe this is a game changer personally about having the multiplayer free. Uh, Faves nineteen asks two questions: one about Starfield, which we'll get to after this, uh, even though we just discussed it. Uh, they they say Halo is fun, but I feel like people play it for a bit and then just drift back into COD. I do think that COD does have the mark like the biggest market share when it comes to. Um, first-person shooter especially competitive multiplayer but i yeah. do think the the novelty alone of uh oh it's the novelty the nostalgia of it and then of yeah i was gonna say free, they like there is no barrier to entry anymore like at well all. a good a good 80 percent of the multiplayer maps they showed off are all for, like previous classic halo maps yeah like they really played to their strengths of what is going to bring people back into that game while showing a lot of the new stuff that they've incorporated into the multiplayer. Yeah. See, because I've played multiplayer like three times and like I had good fun, but just really wasn't for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I get it. Uh, Killer also adds, COD has the market share, but Halo has the nostalgia. And I think that's the key there. If a multiplayer mm -hmm. is designed right, not nearly as many people will drift back to Call of Duty. And as you said, yeah, well, by having that free space, like this could be that killer. And yeah. it's also going to make it harder for PlayStation if they even, if they ever do release a, a their own first party, uh, their own first party shooter. Yeah. They are going to have to constantly be battling this. And to me, this is a good thing. Like, cause you know, once again, we, we wanted, we wanted competition to come out of this and yeah, that of course. is exactly what this will deliver. Like, like I would, I would argue that, that, that especially between COD and Battlefield, but I would argue that Halo multiplayer is different enough from the other two that it does stand on its own. It can stand on its own legs and be separated from them because uh, obviously, uh, especially with Battlefield now going to 128 players or even 64 players on older consoles, you're still capping out at like 12 players on Call of Duty. Uh, I think Halo also said that they were bumping up their numbers for some of their game modes. Mm -hmm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But they, 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 the, the, the games that they play in, in multiplayer are very distinctly different from that of Call of Duty and from Battlefield. So I think they're it's interesting to see what separation is going to happen mm. because obviously uh, Call of Duty has more of a competitive scene, but back in the day, the Halo competitive scene was insane. <clears throat> yeah. And if they can get that back, if they can get that, uh, if they can get, if they can pull those people back, it, I, I have a feeling it could give everything else a run for its money, especially with that price tag being $0. Yeah. Speaking about giving someone a run for their money, but they also show a show uh, a showcased Forza Horizon Five. Oh, Jesus, holy fuck! Does this game look fantastic? So this was the game that basically made me say out loud, "I think I need to buy an Xbox Series yeah. X." I looked at it, I was like, "Damn!" And then my first my my initial thought was, "GT's fucked. They're fucked." <laughs> But, yeah. I mean, but, like you, but look, again, you yeah, look yeah. at Polyphony, right? Polyphony, like they take years, absolute fucking years to to deliver a game. Between Playground and, was it Turn 10? No. Yeah, Turn 10. Between yeah. Playground and Turn 10, they are releasing a, a, a Forza game every year. Like, you yeah. know, they're, they're like, Forza, they're, all, they're Forza obviously on a two-year cycle. They're on yeah. a two-year cycle. But like every year they're releasing a high-quality, beautiful well-built game 
Polyphony have- better fucking deliver. Like, it's like right now that, you know, as we just heard, their shit's been delayed into the next year. That mm. hasn't stopped these guys. They're like, nah, man, we're still going to pump out a fucking ripper game. Forza has nothing, nothing but lead on, on yeah. GT in every possible way. I mean, I think for years, though, Forza has been the bar in which they have raised that bar and Polyphony have not even come into the match. Like if you look at that, you look at that race, like this, we don't know where they are. Like they may come out and then, you know, get a pretty good second (laughs) because whatever, but we've not seen shit. We've not seen anything where, yeah, yeah, so they continuously deliver each and every year. Yeah. Is, is GT, cause this is, this is a proper GT, not GT sport right that polyphony are working on correct so is this their sim or their arcade games this is their sim. so horizon matches motorsport but like, yeah because i was gonna say horizon is more uh arcade than sim very much so but ov- but obviously you know the the game is still i mean just yeah but if we're if we're looking at at least as close to if, if we're looking at a one 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 to one comparison of this is the racing game that's coming out of xbox this year versus what's coming out of playstation this year Forza Horizon really just and there isn't one it. because they got delayed to next yeah. year. So that means Forza are going up against you know uh, GT next year, right? And and that's yeah. what we're looking at. But already I look at this and I go, I'm sorry, GT, you're you're gonna have to fucking go hard. And if we want to talk about things that should make you quiver, we're well, three, I was gonna say just three but, for three right now, really. Oh yeah, I was gonna say before we move on, you know that you know they announced that. If they're gonna have mini game modes, complete track editors. You can you can design them how you want them to play. Like that's incredible. Yeah. It's, it's if we if we want to look at it, yeah, from from a should patient be worried from yes, Starfield, so. from Halo, from uh, at least Halo multiplayer, I should say, mm. and from uh, Forza. Yeah, yeah, they should. Uh, next up, they announced Age of Empires 4. Not a con- not coming to the consoles. That got me excited, though, because I haven't played Age of Empires in forever. Uh, yeah, you know, um, obviously we, we'd heard rumors that it was coming out soon. Um, I'm, I'm a big AOE fan from, from way back in the day when I got my first game out of a cereal box. <laughs> Don't we all? Shout out to Nutri. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I always, I always love the idea of Age of Empires, but I'm really bad at it. I just get my ass fucking handed to me every time from anyone that's not an AI. Um, but look, as I said, this was a, a show, a shared showcase between Bethesda and Microsoft. And they ended the show with the Bethesda announcement, essentially saying, fuck Deathloop. Here is the arcane game that you should be looking at. And this is, and that was Redfall. Yeah. Redfall looked incredibly mm-hmm. awesome. So uh, from what it looks like, it looks like one of those uh, four-player co-op shooter games, similar to that of like um, Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood, which is also coming. Uh, but the the spin on it was they each have, they, they seem to all each have their own individual powers, giving the, uh, making each character's kind of unique as opposed to just being a different character model, which looks cool. And you're basically uh, what I took away to be vampire hunters. Yeah, like it had that supernatural-esque feel yeah. to it. I was like, I thought it was worried it's going to be zombies originally, but then we saw vampires. I'm like, okay, no, I'm down with some vamps. The vamps aren't, aren't all bad, you know? It's and like that- way to think outside of the box, but right up against the side. Yeah, like you're in the same <laughs> you've building. Kept- <laughs> you've left the room, but you're in the same building. 
Um, yeah. So we do. I, I wonder whether because like if just vampires could be boring. Maybe there's a lot of maybe it's a bit more supernatural. I guess we'll wait and yeah. see. Like the the marketing for it alone has like a little crawling zombie with the with yep. the four. Th- so it looks as if we're going to get a spread of probably supernatural yeah, creatures. Yeah, so. uh, Get some get some lichen. Get some werewolves in there. And it's it's interesting that it's 2022. Yeah, so it's kind of next year. So obviously, Arcane does have multiple studios. There's like yeah. Arcane Lyon, and then there's Arcane, and this is Arcane yeah. Mon- Montreal, I think. Um, let's just double check. Let me do a quick check. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, either way, like there's there's Arcane has enough studios for it to yeah. then be working on things connected. It, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, another one that I know will bum a lot of people out uh, because the announcement of Obsidian's purchase uh, happened very quickly just before the release of The Outer Worlds. So knowing that any potential sequel uh, would then be an exclusive, 100% confirmed today, Outer Worlds 2 is coming. I loved their trailer. It was it was the, it was the best trailer of the night. The most self-aware. It was so funny. It's so funny. It's like, yeah, like, uh, the character looks boring you, because you, we know we haven't designed him yet. <laughs> He's like, it's just a silhouette because we're not finished designing. Yeah. If you have like three minutes, you should just, you should really check it out. It is, it is well worth the, the chuckles that you'll get from, from them. Very much so. But if we want to talk about big ass RPG, like big ass RPGs, like the Outer Worlds, I don't think it lit the world on fire, but I know a lot of I people enjoyed really it. enjoyed it. I, I, really I was okay it. with it. I, I, I stepped away from it to play another game. I forget what it was. But I and then I tried to go back and it didn't really land for me on return. So I might have to start again if I have to get another mm-hmm. go. I mean, you know, it was like a 30-hour, you know, Fallout-esque role-playing game, uh, which is mad. And more of that is certainly a big win. In the, in the RPG space like this, I don't really think this is a, a, a certainly a title that the PlayStation should be worried about. Um I think they can hit in terms of their action RPGs. They got nothing on this one, but it is also a first person shooter action game as well. So yeah, that's something that PlayStation do not have, especially a first person. Um, no. uh, Flight Sim is coming to consoles. It's so niche, but yeah. Uh, and they also announced uh, some Top Gun expansion coming out this fall as well. Excluding homoerotic um, volleyball on the beach, which is a real big bummer for me. I thought that would have been that that would have sealed the deal. Like if I didn't want an Xbox before, yeah, dudes on beaches <laughs> would have got me across the line. Uh, next up, which is something that Justin mentioned in the chat before, uh, where, where was it here? Uh, Stalker Two, so Stalker Two, Heart of Chernobyl. Uh, they jump in and say Stalker Two looks beautiful. Hopefully, that's what it looks like when we get our hands on and not just fake game footage. So I have no idea what Stalker was until I watched this. And even then I wasn't sure. It would left me with like Metro feels. Yeah. It's better I, I've I've never know. I've never played a Stalker game. Looks alright. Uh, it was interesting. So I, I don't recall because I, I stupidly didn't write it down. But a lot of these trailers they gave the the preview black screen of this was this was caught on uh, console X running at X frames, but you know at the bottom it's like obviously this is all alpha gameplay. Please take this as yeah. subject to change. And one of them I can't remember which one it was. Uh, 
this footage is coming from all consoles at different points at all different frame rates. <laughs> this is all subject to change. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. At least they're being front for, uh, forward facing with it and whatnot. Yeah, and to me, this this also felt like more of a series that had originally had a PC legacy. I guess mm. not having played the original Stalker, I can't um, really comment on that one, but that's it, that's what it felt like to me. So that's fine. Uh, Back for Blood popped up here, which is interesting, seeing as it is coming to everything. Yep. Um, Although day one on Games Pass. But yeah, man, like that's the that that's the kick of the dick. And it, when they're like, "Hey, this is coming to everything," yeah, but it's also coming to Games Pass. Like, fuck. Mm. So it does really make me wonder what is the expenditure of games pass and what is the return of games pass like i know that's an ongoing discussion like is games pass profitable and i don't with purchases like this so with uh exclusivity purchases like this i can't help but think that it can't be i mean until but if they know uh, if i mean i doubt to, to hemorrhage money for for the market share i guess i mean who knows what they're paying them for it though like you know do they get do they get uh X amount of dollar reduced depending on how many times the the, the download button gets hit? Well, or are I, they getting, I imagine it's in the Are they getting one are they getting one lump payment and it's like this is what you get to be on Games Pass and we're gonna keep you on Games Pass for as long as we want? Well my my initial thought would be the standard uh the standard conversation, which is very similar to what Games with Gold or uh PlayStation Plus would be, where it's like we think that you would sell X amount of co- X amount of copies at launch. Mm-hmm. So we are going to give you X amount of dollars, which is what, which what you, what you could make plus some, like yeah. we're trying to incentivize you to come to, yeah, yeah. to the service. So I imagine that's the same here. So back for blood, which obviously a left, a, you know, very inspired by left for dead. It's made by the same guys or at least some of the same people. Mm. Um, this is going to do gangbusters no matter what console it's on. So I imagine there would either be a deal of we're going to pay you X upfront and X time every, and, and sorry, and Y every time that it's downloaded. Hmm. Like that's what I, that's how I would see that deal personally, because you know, it's, although it's not preventing sales, it is because if someone has both consoles and we know, I believe this is cross play as well. So, hmm. you know what I mean? Like if it's, if it's, if it's a cross, if it's cross play, everyone's like, well, I have an Xbox. I'll just, I'll, I won't buy it. I'll just get games pass. Right. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? Like it, for me, it's just, it disincentivizes the need to buy a new game, which is cool for, you know, for as the customer from their, from their, their dollar perspective, yeah. But I do wonder where what is the up what is the 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 cost to the developer? What is I guess what payment? I guess what they're hoping for is that you sign up for your games pass and forget you have it and don't download any games, but just which keep is that what most people ticking. do. But <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's like yeah, it's the, I do it all the time. Yeah, I, I do wonder about that 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 cost equation. I I had I had uh, uh, something we'll talk about in a second, but I had I had ESO Plus for six months, and I forgot to cancel my subscription. And for six months, I just kept pa- paying for a game that I wasn't playing. Yeah. Like when such a when such a small amount comes out, you just you just kind of forget about it. 
Because the one, it's the one terrible thing about recurring costs like that is sometimes you just forget about it. Yeah. Uh, another, so another one was uh, Contraband. Yeah. So this was the big open world co-op game from Avalanche Studios in conjunction with Microsoft Studios yes. Game Studios. So it is it looks to be an exclusive as well. Yep. In some capacity. In some capacity. Not a whole lot. It was very much just a little no. bit of a yeah. A, 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 the most teasery tease you could probably you could think of did catch my attention though it looked like a high skate which is cool I mean I'm a sucker for some keywords and co-op is one of them so I was I was interest I was instantly intrigued because I like co-op I'm like ooh you have my attention so uh, mine's next- I go co-op oh, I don't have friends <laughs> but uh, the next one so Sea of Thieves flashed up on the screen. I'm like, oh, we're getting some, we're getting some Th- Sea of Thieves DLC. I don't think it's going to bring me back in. It's not going to pull me back in. All of a sudden, I'm like, is that Captain Jack Sparrow? It is. So they've teamed up with Disney. They've somehow managed to get the Pirates of the Caribbean license, and they're creating a completely original story called A Pirate's Life, which is coming for free June 22nd. This is awesome because one of the things this is so cool. one of the things that CFTs was really missing was a campaign or at least some sort of story. At least when it first launched, like yeah. I played it when it first launched because I played it at PAX whatever year it was, and I had a blast. And the game is dope. Playing with friends, it's one of the funnest things you can do on yeah. online. Like it's it's so definitely one fun. of those it's definitely one of those games where the people you play it with really shape the experience you'll have on the game spot on but without that because it didn't it intentionally didn't have any xp it didn't have any leveling everything was available to everyone at the start of the game it was all about just earning the coin to buy it so and then they did include some sort of questy things later on that were a bit more not as just go and get go fetch quest things for money Mm. um so this is an extra step in that direction which is nice it makes it does make me want to go back and play it again. Like I'm not even a big pirates fan, but I just love the novelty of it alone. Yeah, and like all the character models looked pretty good. Uh, they showed off obviously, obviously Captain Jack. There was uh, the 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 tentacle dude who David I can't J- think David of. David Jones. Uh, there was the 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 witch that was in love with David Jones, whatever her name was. I don't know. Cassandra is her name but, now. But I think Barbosa uh, did a did an appearance. There was the ghost ships. There were the the creepy uh, the creepy coral men from Calypso. Calypso, thank you, killer. Um, yeah, it looked cool. It looked really fun, and uh, yeah, it's it's made me be like, oh, I'll probably check that out. Yeah. Uh, next up was Battlefield twenty forty two, which we know is coming everywhere. So that's just kind of yeah. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is now coming to Games Pass as well. Yeah, so they is, they which, basically came out and went, we've got all the Yakuza games on Games Pass, let's just put Like a Dragon on there now. Yep. And, uh, so 12 Minutes was on there. That's the, that's the Annapurna game. Yep, which was pretty mad. With, but that's, with like Willem Dafoe and uh, Daisy Ridley yeah, James and McAvoy. McAvoy. Um, that's, Looks that's cool. That's mad. Uh, not an exclusive, but it is a Games Pass day one Yeah, so it comes out on the 19th of August this year. Day one Games Pass. 
Psychonauts 2, which is Double Fine, which is, is a, a game studio's thing. I didn't really feel anything for this. So in terms of... Psychonauts does nothing for me. Yeah, not at all. Uh, Doom Eternal is getting a next-gen update, apparently, but uh, doesn't it already have one? PS5, at least. So that didn't... Yeah. Uh, Fallout 76 is still getting support, which is cool. Apparently, it's one of the most successful games on Games Pass, which makes sense. Everyone was like, oh, I'm not paying full price for this. The game is all right. It's just not worth the cost. And they are supporting it continuously. And if you don't have to pay anything and it's on Games Pass, win. Yeah, so the Steel Rain DLC is coming July 7th. And then they teased um, what they refer to as Expeditions with the Pit coming 2022. Yeah. Um, And uh, on the back end of the Doom Eternal uh, hitting Games Pass, they also announced nine other classic Bethesda games. So we're getting Fallout 1, 2, Tactics. So over 30. And like a couple of other, uh, other uh, another couple of the classic Bethesda games, which is which is really cool. Uh, then they announced Party Animals, which looks to be heavily inspired by Gang Beasts. Uh, and that is also coming day and date to Games Pass, but it is coming to everything. Um, for me, I love this because we use a lot of Gang Beasts at work. Because we love, because it's it's damn good fun uh, with the clients, but this looks just a better version of it. And it looks way less janky. Yeah, uh, but it also makes us happy because it's Games Pass. We already we don't have to buy it. And yeah. when we're shoestring budgeting at the best times, mad. And it's a good party game as well. Something yeah. the PlayStation do not have. Even though technically it's not exclusive. However, I'm just yeah. saying from a ease of access with Games Pass. Uh, Hades is finally coming to consoles. Yep. Uh, August 13th uh, comes to Gamecast. Fuck's sake. Goddamn Game Pass. Uh, Somerville uh, is coming to Games Pass. I I don't think that one's exclusive. I'm not too sure. And it's from some of the people that brought you uh, Limbo, which is mad because I loved Limbo. Uh, So it looks like some of the people from um, Playdead. Because it has that same side-scrolly sort of feel to it. So yeah. I, I was already in love with it because I thought Inside was um, fucking perfect. I loved that game completely. Uh, something that got my that my my wife's heart racing, Diablo 2 Remake, which is coming to everything and it's not coming to Games Pass. Yeah, so it was one of the three that wasn't coming to Games Pass. So I think it was that, Battlefield, and... Um, I can't think of off the top of my head what it was. Yeah. Either way, that's probably this is probably one of the ones that really could have been on the PlayStation Showcase if Microsoft weren't there, because we know that Activision has a pretty sweet deal with them, uh, with PlayStation, sorry. So it would make sense for them to Activision Blizzard to make pop up over there. So, yep. okay. Uh, sequel to Plague Tale Innocence, Plague Tale Requ- Requiem. Uh, it looks to be, uh, I think it was a console launch exclusive. Perhaps. Yeah, I think that's what it said. And uh, uh, coming, coming 2022. As well. And Far Cry 6 is the other one that didn't have games. Yeah, pass. Far Cry 6 was the, the non-games pass Which one. is just more uh, a more ga- a more gameplay overview trailer, which is cool. Shredders, which is uh, like if you didn't like, if you thought Steep was really the only good thing about it was snowboarding, then play Shredders, I guess. I um, think Shredders was more or less akin to like SSX than what it is to Steep. Potentially. It, look, it looks <laughs> the exact same. One that caught my attention was Atomic Heart. So it, it, ha- it had this real kind of look to it of um, 
If I, to me, I thought this was the arcane game. And then I went, oh, no, it's not. But that's okay. It looks uh, they also, also showed off Slime Rancher 2. Yeah. Uh, also coming next year, Games Pass. Uh, updates to Grounded, which is a first-party title, which is awesome. I've always wanted to check that out. Uh, Among Us is confirmation that it's coming to consoles. Um, no exact date on it yet, but they mentioned that there is an update which will provide 15 player lobbies in, the, uh, in tomorrow, June 15th. Uh, a game that I went and went, oh, what's, what's this weeby shit is, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Each, it was like, a, it was like a Rudian, a Rudian Chronicle. So there's, yeah, that and a sequel game coming 2022, 2023. Obviously this is Microsoft trying to break into that JRPG market. Yeah. So it, it, it's hard yeah, to tell if they'll be able to do it. It, to me, it gave me, it made me hate it less when I saw the, the game, the art design, which is that cool sort of high res sprites in yeah. a three dimensional space. And I was like, Ooh, you look really good. Yeah. Uh, then we had the, the ascent, which is another games part coming to games pass game uh, later in the year. I think it's another co-op style yeah. game as well. So that's pretty much, ev- that is literally everything that was announced at the show. Yep. So now that we have all that information out there, Max, in summary, as we said, the question that we wanted to look at, we, we wanted to break down each and everything and look at the idea. Should PlayStation, as I said, as we do a PlayStation podcast every week, down there, by the way, if you want to check it out, we have to ask, should Sony be worried about what Microsoft show uh, showcased today? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very simple answer. Yes. Like, they're not showing, as far as we're aware, they have no plans to do anything over the E3 week. Um, yeah, they, they need to do something. They need to show something. They need to get some form of information, a state of play. They need to do something. Uh, I don't think, I don't think a, like, a PlayStation blog post will do the trick. I think they need to get something out there just to be like, hey... Uh, we see what Microsoft are doing. Obviously, we're, we still haven't seen uh, heard from Nintendo yet. Obviously, Microsoft being their biggest direct competitor, though, they need to, they, I think, I feel, they need to definitely put something out there and be like, you've seen what they're doing. They've given you pretty much a game releasing every month between now, the end of the year, and then they've shown off what's coming next year. Here's what we've got in the pipeworks. This is what's coming to you guys soon. Because as as it stands now, apart from Death Stranding, which is also PC, we have no idea what first party stuff is actually coming or when it's coming. We still don't even know if Horizon's coming this year. Yeah. All we know for certain is that is that God of War and Gran Turismo are not. Yes. So look, I completely agree with you in terms of like should playstation be scared should Sony should be scared yeah fuck yeah they should because today what what they saw today was the power of games pass and Mm. the massive effect that that is going to have on the gaming landscape period like it was already something that that should have them rocked it's something that should have them worried and you look at it now and you go why would i buy a game on playstation right now and like granted they're all not the big hitters like admittedly as we said coming into this i wanted i wanted them to just i wanted to be the finish the end of this conference with my jaw on the floor being like fuck 
this is this is something. I didn't have that, but like it's like I wasn't. My initial reaction wasn't, "Oh my god!" It was, mm. "All right, cool." And so was it, it? It didn't deliver exactly what I wanted. Exactly what I wanted to see come out of this. It's it's not a to to change the analogy up. It's not a knockout punch, but it should be enough to light the fire under. Their it's asses. fucking it's it's stunned them. You know, what I mean, it's a good yeah. uppercut that's rocked them. It's it's it yeah, it's rattled their cage. It's not knocked them out. It's rattled their cage, right? And that that's how it's looking. You know, what I'm saying like it's yeah. so with that games pass is that rocker. You know, the if you look at some of their first party stuff like Halo, okay. Like I said, I, I, the only reason I think that's a potential um, uh, hit to PlayStation is the fact that they don't have a, mm. a first-person shooter to compete against it. They've tried with Killzone. Remember, Killzone's marketing was the Halo killer. That never came to fruition. Resistance is dead. Killzone is dead. SOCOM appears to be dead. Like, there, there is no shooter. So that, mm. that one is... Essentially, they've got a free a free base hit there. Forza Horizon 5 looks tremendous. It looks fantastic. What the fuck is Polyphony doing with GT7? Or, you know, that they they take, you know, tw- two decades between titles for whatever reason where Turn 10 and Playground can deliver on the regular. That is a base hit. You know I mean? We're looking at... It may even be a double. We're looking at... a a runner on second and third you know what I mean like there mm. it's looking it's looking bad and then of course you have the likes of these bethesda exclusives coming in now i i think they are going to be a bigger they're going to have a bigger impact than i'm going to give them initial credit for like i'm like eh, yeah. it's fine i don't think it is i think this will have a ripple effect that is going to be way bigger than i anticipated so when they drop and Sony doesn't get that hit, it's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard. So I think that's at least a base hit there as well, maybe even a double, bringing bringing at least one thing home. You know, everything else, like Age of Empires, it's PC only, doesn't really have the same competitive space. Outer Worlds 2 is certainly within that same bracket of a base hit. Everything else seems kind of additional, but Games Pass is the big thread here what we're seeing is that there is a massive weakness in what PlayStation certain what PlayStation services are, what they offer and how they, and how they offer it. And they need to create some sort of uh, game pass equivalent ASAP. Yeah. ASAP. And as you said, like by, by them opting out of E3, it seemed like, like, ha <laughs> ha you know, like back back in 2019 when they opted out and and Xbox Microsoft gave us nothing of note, right? Yeah. Like 2019's E3 was a disappointment overall. Now, so far for me personally, E3 2021 is in the same boat. It's not a massive it's not a massive disappointment, but nothing has won me over. Nothing has made me go holy shit. But it is certainly better. And PlayStation are at a disadvantage for not attending this year. The con- like the idea was that they could control the conversation if they release something. Right now, we have no word that they are not doing anything. They are not retaliating. They didn't launch something ahead of E3. Like they have done nothing to give them any remote win. Like if we looked, at, was it was it last year or 2019? They did something in conjunction that made that made everyone go, "Well, fuck E3." Sony just did this. Mm. 
know what I mean? But right now, they are just leaving it completely open, wide open, and they've got nothing to back it up. Even now, in the near future, like they, what they sent, they, what they could have done is the press, is the state of play they did for Horizon. If they dated that, that could destroy anything that Microsoft have planned for the end of the year. Anything. Mm. but they didn't yeah if that if they had to release that state of play this week instead of two weeks ago and a date and they, and they, and they put a date on it a hundred percent yeah that would destroy everything horizon forbidden west which as we know right now the most watched state of play like people are keen for that game so if they yeah, dropped like, it like, now like i said before all we know now for certain is that god of war's not coming gt's not coming and horizon might be coming yeah like, you know, it's not yeah it's rough yeah but once again this is exactly what i wanted i what i want is sony to be rattled i want their i want them to go fuck we need to step up we need to do something like they can't rest on their laurels like i i as i mentioned in the regular show I kind of dis- I kind of dislike the fact that PlayStation had such an easy win last generation because it got them lazy. It's got them complacent. It's got them thinking mm. that their shit don't stink. Like I disagreed with the idea of this is the same uh, PS3 arrogant Sony that we talked about because I think that that sentiment, that expression is is tripe. It's 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 cliche now to make that statement. However. What from the what we're seeing from the likes of Jim Ryan and the decisions that they are making, and including Herman Holst as well, the decisions that they are making as a company are business focused. They are not creatively focused. They are not customer driven in the same way that Microsoft is, and that will be their downfall. Yeah. So yeah, in summary, the answer is yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and hopefully we'll have more to say next week in the ep- next episode of For the Players, the Pop Pop C PlayStation Pod. Because I can only imagine more news is going to come out over the rest of this week as we get into you know the post E3 where everyone's like oh well it's now it's out in the wild we can start unloading information and provides some sort of distant hands on for a lot of place for a lot of outlets, uh, yeah, yeah. It's left me uncertain is the is the answer. All right. Well, big thank you to everyone for joining me on this little special uh, episode for our E3 thoughts on our, a, a Microsoft conference, a PlayStation perspective. Uh, we do release a, a normal show every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on your podcast services, 9 a.m. on those YouTube's Australian time. Uh, if you do like what we have to say or you like PlayStation enough to listen to a show about it every week, come check us out uh, as it is on, on everything. Uh, big thank you, Max, for taking time out of additional day to do Not this. Been a blast. It's always and, fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking about Square with you in the next episode. Yeah. Because I know you're going to gush, but I think more news will come out between now and the next show, so we'll hold off on that one. All right, have a lovely rest of your E3 week. We'll see you for the next episode. I'm Ryan. I'm Max. There you go. See you later. Dunskies. <laughs>